Online Broadcast Network. After Buzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries. And your number one source for after show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hi guys, do you know the way to San Jose? Because I certainly have no freaking clue the way to San Jose so far in this season. I just binge-watched the first and second episode back-to-back because I was a little bit behind. I wasn't here last week, but of course I am here this week. Guys, as usual, welcome. Thank you for joining us for the Helix After Show here at AfterBuzz TV. And if you haven't, be sure to go to youtube.com slash TV and hit that little subscribe button. Find all your favorite shows there. We do over 300 After Shows for AfterBuzz. And uh, be sure to also check us out on SoundCloud and iTunes. Leave a comment there as well and check us out on Twitter at AfterBuzzTV. I am your host for tonight's episode because Matt Lieberman is not here. I will be taking his place only for tonight. Um, I am Stephen Lemieux. You can find me on Twitter at Stephen Lemieux and joined today my partner in crime, you know, the best other co-host on this panel. <laughs> Don't tell Liz or Matt I said that. We have Zach Wilson. Uh, hey guys, thank you for tuning in. Um, yeah, Liz or Maui also unfortunately won't, wasn't able to join us tonight, but she will return. She will return and it will be a, this is season two, episode two, it will be a reunion. Oh, I see what you did there. Yeah, tying that title back into <laughs> our conversation. Hashtag Ziz. Guys, <laughs> if, if, did you guys say Ziz last week? Oh, of course. Okay, guys. It's, so It's the green and yellow Ziz. It's I, Puss Ziz. I kind of want to call it Giz. Giz? Because it's green Ziz. I just want Puss Ziz. Puss Ziz? <laughs> Hashtag Puss Ziz. Hashtag Puss Ziz. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Hashtag Pun Jar on that one. Oh my god, just cause how No, we're ridiculous. not instituting that on this show. This we're, is, okay. There's not enough room for it. My that. wallet can't handle it. No. Alright, so, after watching the episodes back to back and seeing season two episode one and season two, one, season two episode two, well, first of all, I was like, okay, so this is The Last of Us? <laughs> See, I haven't gotten a chance to play the game yet. It's literally sitting on my shelf, but. It- so fill me in. What, what? Okay, so The Last of Us is a game made by Naughty Dog for the PlayStation, and I, I don't think it's out on Xbox. I think it's just PS3 and PS4, where it's a post-apocalyptic world where there's this huge. The first part of the game, like the literally the first scene of the game, is like the breakdown where there's these people who are covered in plant life. They're covered in this fungus that has taken them over and made them insane and basically they just run after people and attack people and bite them and things like that so the spores are what's contagious and turns you into one of them and there's clickers there are people who are only a little bit insane who just run after people who see them and attack them so i can already see in this show that there's the people who are only half infected so they're kind of insane just run after people and attack them and there are people who are really infected who like <laughs> decide to spray spores everywhere and like only don't really have intelligence just run after people and attack them but like their faces are completely turned into like a mushroom kind of thing like the guy with the okay. stuff out of his mouth so it is really 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 
reminiscent of The Last of Us. Okay, I can see, I see where you're going there because part of what I was thinking in this episode, and like we're getting started really early on the crazy theories. Oh but, yeah, definitely. But I have look, so many. Look, when you boil a, a podcast down to Stephen Lemieux and myself. It's going to be nothing but theories. Like, we've lost any control. Um, That's not a good thing to say on the second episode. <laughs> Come on, Zach. we got to keep the listeners for a little bit longer. No, it's going to be fun, you guys. But the the theories are going to be even more insane than usual. So, anyway, if, so before you get started, yeah. if you guys want to theorize with us, be sure to tweet us. You can tweet me at Stephen Lemieux, S-T-P-H-E-N-L-E-M-I-E-O-X, with the hashtag... Hashtag ABTV Helix, and you can tweet Zach at that Zach Wilson T A T H A T C A. You do it T H A T Z A C H W I L S O N. Yes, hashtag ABTV Helix. There you go, and uh, let us know what you guys have theories because this show is literally every episode. Your theories will completely change. Your theories that you had last week will be like, oh, I'm an idiot. Let me uh, recreate some new ones. Now, Zach, dive into what you were going to say. Okay. Uh, well, that's the thing. It's like last year, we had a bunch of crazy theories. Some of them, like, sort of got on the right track. Um, we got a couple of them I think were right, even. Mm-hmm. But we had some crazy other ones, like Greek gods and stuff. I still, I still stand by There's no, still pieces of that that I think may yeah. come around. But um, I, when I, while I was watching this episode, my main theory was that this is just another... Essentially, it's just another form of Arctic biosystems. Like, this Michael is just another Hatake who has been installed in a place to get people together to engineer a virus of some sort in order for Alaria or some faction of the 500 to take over the world. And it's just like, they're like, well, why are we going to put all of our basket, all of our eggs in the Hatake basket? I completely disagree. It also flies completely in the face of my, one of my more favorite theories from last week. What was your theory from last week? I didn't watch the episode. Uh, what was the th- the theory from last week? Was that um, the vir- this virus, this spore virus, is an attempt to kill the Silvers? Okay, I, and that's that is the most um, obvious. Of the theories. Like, that's the... When I was watching the first episode, I was like, oh, okay, so he's trying to kill the Silvers. So I had a new theory, okay? And this was this was, <laughs> this was was what my theory is. And not saying that your theory is wrong, because it com- could completely be right, and I could be completely wrong, and I probably am completely wrong, because it's only the second episode Just of the Just to take the swing. His brother Michael is his name, right? Stephen Weber? Yeah. Brother Michael, or Father Michael, whatever they Bro- want to... brother Michael. Brother Michael, okay. I believe brother Michael used to work for Laria. I don't believe that he's a silver though. I, I'm becoming less and less. See, I think I think they are trying to trick us with that. It sounds as if you spoke to Charles Darwin, kind of thing. Yeah. I, that was like that was like the obvious clue that he's a silver. I don't think he's a silver. I don't think that he's an immortal. What I think though is that he used to work for Ilaria. And mm. I, what I think though as well is that he knows about the existence of the silvers. He knows all about it, and they wouldn't make him one. So. What I believe is going on is he's a geneticist in um, botany. Like, he understands genetics and things in that respect. So he's trying to create 
his own Alaria with these followers with him at the top. What he's doing through these vegetation, vegetables and things like that is he is trying to create a new breed of silver, a new way to become immortal. Oh, I like that. I like that because like, I wrote down some quotes that he had. Um, he doesn't want, the, like, they're there so that they don't have to give in to other people's demands. Um, by And then he says, by the loss of self, we become truly individuals. He basically is, is like, and and the, the whole speech about random and how, like, the world, like, when Alan's like saying like, but not everything it has a purpose. It just has a reason. Yeah, that sounds very much. It, it the thing is that that sounds very much like the Silver's like thesis statement. So what we have to assume right now is that everything because it's only two episodes in. Everything that we've seen so far is going exactly to Brother Michael's plan. Everything has reason. What's happened to Soren? How they just left him out there, King Kong style? <laughs> that has reason. Yeah. So what? And and the fact that Soren can have a breakdown and then recover from it, that shows progress, is what I see in that. Because one of the very first things in the first episode of the first season was when Hanaki sees uh, Peter Farragut, and he's like, that is progress. And we haven't seen Hideyuki Sonata in this season yet. No, but he he was cast, right? Yes. Okay, so, well, we haven't seen him, we haven't seen Mark Goname, we haven't seen Miguin, uh Fairchild. Fair uh, brother. Fair brother. I was close. Um, Mark and Ime, Miguel and Fairbrother. We have, we've seen Kira Zagorski. Um, I haven't seen, there's a few people we haven't seen that we're wondering if we can. I mean, is, but I know that those people were, are in this season. That's the thing. I was like, I know that they're at least scheduled to appear at some point. It could yeah. be a flashback. It could be a completely other story. We don't know the circumstances. It could be 30, it could be set in the 30 years later future. It could be set. In the in the present future, loved how they did that. By the way, with yeah, the, with the with the mouse carcass and how it like aged thirty years and then yeah. brought back to you. Oh, we it, talked about it last week. How basically that moment, like every time they jump to the future, like when they first did it, when they first revealed it, me and Matt lost our stuff. Like we need to like swear. record ourselves watching. Like the we show. lost it because like up until that, you're like, I don't know where they're going with this. this. Is weird. How are they on like the same island? But they haven't found each other. And then that revelation. It's like what? Um, I felt that way much. Not that it was like slow because like I'm, I really enjoyed this episode. But the moment where they revealed Sarah's uh, the pregnancy. Well, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get to we'll that. Get to that. Um, anyway, the other more, thing. The other yeah. thing I wanted to say about my theory is that. There's there's two options that I see right now with with where my theory is is one I mean there's there's a few options the one is that he's trying to kill, devise a way to kill the silvers mm-hmm. the other is that he's trying to create a new plan or a new way to become immortal as the silvers are and another one is the Elarias hired him to find a way to improve the silvers and that would be you know how they can't they can survive without eating for so long. Yeah. Well, well this would be vegetarian vegetation trying to combine vegetation with the human genome through letting humans photosynthesize. Interesting. Cuz if cuz th- where I see this actually happening is tr- you have to create a boundary that would push plant life to interact with human life. Because judging by from what we've seen on the island, I don't see there being like, oh, we accidentally created a plant that's going to infect humans. Like, it had to be purposeful. Everything has reason. So if the if last season's, like, sort of the, the what they were trying to do was sort of blend human DNA with that, like, 
how a virus works mm-hmm. in terms of spreading, like planting, and then like it spreads and all that, and aggressively spreads. This season is so is focused on this, like the idea of combining human and plant life and the way that plants spread with like spores or seeds. Um, maybe that's more where we're going with it. Something like that. The one thing I will I will say to the. Uh, him being a part of Alaria, it doesn't seem like that's where they're going because I went onto the Helix Access Granted page, mm-hmm. um, and they're still running it this year. It's on sci-fi.com. Um, and there's three things every week, three like documents or videos or whatever there it's going to be. And there's like an internal Ilaria memo that's about like the bombing. There's a little article about somebody saw a, some person killing someone that like contact fell out and they were silver. Um, they had silver demon eyes yeah. in Paris. But the last one was an internal Ilaria memo that says, that's basically like a, a, a write-up about the island and Brother Michael. And it's like, Colt has about 150 followers and um, led by Brother Michael. And says, Ilaria will continue to monitor St. Germain, Germain with continued curiosity and concern. See, that's what I thought. That makes sense, though. Because I, I really don't think that Brother Michael is Ilaria. Yeah. I think that... But could he be... I guess we haven't fully established that Ilaria is definitely the 500. It could be just a faction of them. I think we did establish that. Did we? I think Ilaria is run by the 500 Immortals was pretty We know much that thing. it's run by Silvers, and we know that they operate under the thing that there can only be 500. But what if there's like an agreement, basically, the, the cap of 500, and there are like multiple factions of the Silvers... That are like fine with like going off and being against each other, but still operating under that like there can no, there can be no more. I think it's possible, but I think it's a red herring to chase because I don't think they'd have enough time to really explain that. Okay, and I don't think they'd spend their time explaining. It. I think it makes more sense that Alaria is a corporation that's world run by the five hundred. Yeah, I mean that. Yeah, yeah. I I mean, I'm not saying that's not possible. It's, com- the big it's certainly question, possible. Yeah, the big question is how does Brother Michael fit into the Silvers and the Ilaria puzzle? And the, the, we need we need more information, Helix. Well, I think that he probably fits in in the same way that uh, that they call Alan Brother Jerome. I don't think his name is Brother Michael. I think there's he has a complete past with Ilaria, and I think he is very knowledgeable of everything that's going on with that. And if if the first season was a way to eradicate humans, because the Narvik A virus was wide-scale epidemic, I feel like this one is a way to control humans, to either control humans or to create his own cult of immortals that can rule over the humans. Because there's no enemy... There's no real enemy to Ilaria right now. Because if you think about it, like, there's humans, but there's, like, five people who know about it, really, that are yeah. against it. With like, the team that we worked with last year. Not even five. It's, like, Sarah and Alan. An unborn 15-month baby Sarah. <laughs> so that's, like, that's, like, the team. That's, like, the A team right there. <laughs> so to bring in another faction, I think this is the other faction. I think the fact that somebody's trying to create immortals on their own would be an interesting plot ploy that have this other faction. And... That's the reason why Silvers are being infected by it, is because he's not trying to... Let me just roll with this for a second. He's not trying to to make the Silvers better. He's not trying to make 
um, he's not trying to kill humanity. He's trying to make humanity better. So if last season was kill humanity, this is make humanity better, but ends up on the opposite end. And I mean, it's that it's it's the question of like, if you evolve humanity, are you killing humanity to make a new species or are you taking them to the next level? I mean, or he could just be like straight up brother, brother, Michael Greenpeace and wanting to kill everyone on Earth and bring back the trees. Like that is also <laughs> a distinct possibility that this cult is literally like, hey, man, let's just make Lord of the Rings happen and get some ants up in here. Like, <laughs> I mean, that would be great if that was his actual goal. He like read Lord of the Rings as a kid. He's like. I want to make ends. I want to turn people into walking trees, you guys. And you know what? Not even just walking trees. Walking trees that attack people and scream out mommy while they do it. <laughs> I mean, hey, why not? So, <coughs> excuse me, trying not to get sick, but it's really hard in this season. Everyone, disinfect, wash your hands off, and drink a lot of water. Yeah, and if you're going to get touch some crazy disease spores and blood samples and everything make sure you are a silver eyes exactly so let's break it down with let's go through is it uh jordan sarah jordan sarah jordan let's talk about sarah let's talk about sarah jordan i loved this twist i did i really enjoyed it so you know what i find really interesting and I'm calling it now, second episode of the season, guys. Second episode of the season. Sarah is going to get infected by, uh, what are we going to call this right now? They call it Pusses. like X, XM113 or something like that. XM radio. Yeah, it was T, yeah, something. It was some insane virus. All right. So Sarah's going to get infected by the virus, even though she's immortal because of her recklessness when she got the blood put on her today. That's going to infect her. But because she's a silver, it works very slowly, as we've seen with um, Julia in the future. Because I'm, I'm assuming at this point that Julia has been infected for a while. And that's why she went to the island. Just that's, that's my prediction. I'm not yeah. saying that it's right or not. Sarah getting affected is going to make the pregnancy start moving forward. Oh, because if, inf- all, if all the infection does is... Start, start aging again is make the what if you treat the the silver eyes as like a shield let's say yeah and you lower it down to 30 percent so like 70 percent of aging is getting in now so interesting also i'm calling it right now that what's his face in the future is sarah's son we talked about that last week i, I mean i like the i like the theory I mean, it'll depend on what they do now with this pregnancy. It's it, so it's thirty years in the future, right? Thirty years in the future. So yeah, if she, she looks d- about twenty eight, yeah, if she gives birth during this season, then yeah, the timing works out. Yeah, I plus the way he reacted when she said Alan Farragut. So like, I think he knows the name. He knows the name, and honestly, I don't even think that's going to be a big twist. I think they want it to be pretty obvious that he's her son. Because, I mean, it's 30 years later. You can't really guess much in that 30-year time. They could say he's 25. They could say he's 27. Like, they could say that he was born four years later or whatever. But I feel like maybe in one or two episodes we're going to find out who he is, if he's Alan and Sarah's son or not. Because I don't think that's, like, a really huge jump to assume. But I really think that now that we've seen Julie as a silver eyes and she is infected... I see Sarah getting reckless, using not using gloves or anything in this lab, gets the blood on her hand. 
that's the start of her being infected. I see the pregnancy starting to move forward. Okay. And what I'm interested to know about is she's been pregnant for 15 months, which is six months past the due date. I'm wondering if that means that it's going to accelerate the pregnancy because it's so far along. And if she becomes more mortal through infection, if within a month she's already at like late term pregnancy. Interesting. Like it's like it plays catch up. Yeah. So I want to, I, I'm looking forward to that because they wouldn't bring it. They wouldn't show her get the infection on her hand. They wouldn't show, they wouldn't talk about her pregnancy unless they're obviously going to bring that in. And I just think that the only thing that's going to get Alan to be there for her would be a baby. Okay. Because, like, right now, it's like, get off the island, get off the island, or you're going to die because you can't break his cover. But when you bring a baby into it, now, if she gets in a situation, he's going to have to save the baby because that's just how he is. He's not going to jeopardize the life of his son or daughter. I guess it could be daughter because we're not completely wrong at this point for that. So that's what's going on with Sarah. She's getting reckless. She's she's gone through. She's putting on head, hard rock music. No, I don't think she put on the music. I think that's just like yeah. But you, are this, are the subtitles because I was watching it with the subtitles on. It just when it started playing, it just said generic rock music. <laughs> Doing chemistry without gloves. Um, but you know what's really interesting with her character though is what I'm looking at is when you go back to um. What was the name of the guy chained up in the basement? Not That was uh, Gunther, I believe. Gunther. I forgot his last name. But yeah, so him, he said the thirst, the hunger, the things like that. And he calls it a curse. He calls immortality a curse. You look at Sarah, she's immortal, but she's been pregnant for 15 months. And she goes through the list of symptoms. She's like, I've been morning sick. I've been getting nosebleeds. I've been getting anxiety and things like that for 15 months. So her immortality as well is also becoming a curse. So yeah. I'm interested to see her feelings. Because the last time we really saw her was when she finds out she's pregnant and when she finds out she's immortal and like the effect that has on her. So now if she finds out that she's actually dying... Yeah, I mean, we can't all... I mean, not all the Silvers could have been, like, turned into that, like, at the just the right moment. They can't all be Jerry Ryan, like, perfect form, or, like, the badass, like, slightly older man of Hiroyuki Sonata. Oh, Jerry uh, Ryan. I mean, you had the Scythe from last year, who mm -hmm. was, like... He looked like a 14-year-old kid. I can't remember. Did he die in the end or no? No. I didn't think so. No, he's he's alive. Okay. He's still... The Scythe is still in play. Okay, because that be, he'd be interested to come back, even if it's like they can't mention him. But if he's one of the kids at the institute or at the brotherhood, at the uh, at oh, the cult, the like if he's a kid in the cult, I think that'd be kind of interesting. A way to bring him back, just because I mean, there's anyway. All right, so let's go ahead and talk about Alan, brother Jerome. We finally got him back. Like, I was like, last week, we're like, where's Alan? Come on. I mean, you know he was going to be on the island. Uh, yeah, it's pretty. He's, he's going to be on the I island. I wasn't, like, surprised, per se, that he was there. But it was a good, like, surprise, as much as it was. As soon as they sowed the grave, I was like, oh, so he's on the island as one of the Brotherhood. Okay, got it. So they, so Julia's looking for Alan. And okay, you're calling the, the island cult the Brotherhood. Yeah. Is that okay? Well, I mean, yeah, there's lots of sisters there. Brotherhood. 
Bros before sisters. And it's well, it seems like sorry not to get too far off Alan, but like it seems like the island is sort of run by traditionally women um, over the years because we had um, I don't remember the the sister's name that is like in the meeting with Michael and she's like I don't trust these people we should get rid of them right now oh we need them isn't that sister Anne is that sister Anne yeah she's the she's the resting bitch face one uh sure yes yeah, I, I know Anne that's is, I know how you're it's, referring to her, it's but, sister so, resting yeah. bitch face <laughs> anyway um she she's talking to him about um they've entrusted me with their legacy oh yeah yeah that's sister Anne she's uh she's talking about I've been here since the beginning my mother's my mother's mother and my mother's mother and mother so another theory from her saying that that I had was that. Another possibility for them trying to mess with the plants or whatever they're doing is to cure the genetics from is he also talks about the seven strains of plant life and how you change one thing and it can lead to another plant life and things like that. And it makes me think of the incestuous generations that must have taken place on this island. And if one is to try to fix those things, you would have to be let's say a geneticist <laughs> i mean the only reason the only thing that goes against that theory is that they accept new people so i'm not sure how rare of a case alan is or how many people in this cult are actually from the outside world but i imagine there has to be generations of inbreeding within these people right i mean you well think- not if you keep bringing in new people that's enough room that like you like as long as you're introducing like five or six new people every generation, like that's enough to keep the another another thing that I was thinking about too is that the possibility of Sister Anne being an immortal because she says I've been holding this place down for the familial generations or whatever past my legacy. And it's her mother, her mother's mother, mother's mother, mother. Maybe what she's if it's n- not her mother and her mother's mother, it's just her. Per- Every time. Maybe that, but also there's obviously more to this island when they go underground and you see the catacombs all spread out throughout the island. Like, it's obviously used to be a base or something of some sort. And the one thing we learn about the Ilaria Corporation is they've spanned back so long ago. Yeah. Um- all right. This just came to mind. The one problem I had with the pilot of the, or the, the first episode of the season is when the Coast Guard, when, 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 uh, Peter pulls rank saying, this island is 20 20 miles off the coast of Seattle. This is a national emergency, and I order you to go to this island. I'm like, okay, cool. 20 miles off the coast. Okay, you've made him into, like, this, like, gruff, angry, like... All right, anyway. Anyway, so 20 (laughs) miles off the coast of Seattle. And then they drop them off the island, and she says, this island is... (laughs) I went back in the guy voice for her. She says... Okay, but the Coast Guard won't be back for another two weeks, and this island is way out of helicopter range. It's 20 miles. Yeah. All right. That's... So, that's Out of everything I've seen, that is the only time I was like, really? Yeah, all right. I didn't even catch that, but you're right. 20... I was they like, can't, 20 miles. Unless they're like 400 miles out to sea, and even then, it's like... The helicopters are good. Yeah, if a helicopter can fly from L.A. to San Francisco, I'm pretty sure it can fly from Seattle to 20 miles off the coast. Yeah, and helicopters are not long range, but 20 miles they can handle. Yeah, that, that is, that's the only thing 
that I've picked out. All right, and that's nitpicky. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry, guys, but like, it just it <laughs> so rubbed me the wrong way. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. I I don't. Tr- I've, I'm not sure what to make of the cult yet because there's so many things at work there that we just like we don't understand like why they were pulling the teeth like they like send there's like I, I don't know if they're appeasing some outside like tribe or something with this guy that like comes in and is like hello and he grabs the kid and runs away so who did they pull teeth out of it was just some I mean I didn't think it was a woman but you had a thought on this Okay, so if you didn't think it was a woman, did you think it was that boy? No, I, I, it was a woman. It was a woman. One, yeah, it was a woman. I don't know who it was. So the girl, what's the new the new Sergio Balaceros guy name? Uh, I just call him Big Tex. I think his name's Kyle. Okay, Big Tex, who looks a little bit like Mark Anime. Um, so Big Tex, uh, the woman who was flirting with him, I think it was her. The one getting all hot I, and heavy with him. You brought this up just before we came in here, so I haven't had a chance to go back and look. I, you know, it's really intriguing. I think her name was Sister Amy, if I'm not mistaken. There's a couple of different sisters, so it's hard to keep track. But So another thing is, is that when you see a few things when they're shoving that tube down her throat and pumping her full of fungus juice or pusses or whatever the hell it is, you see a bunch of jars that are obviously labeled. And I'm, juice. I'm imagining that they're teeth. Like, they're all different teeth. So, what I'm wondering is if they're keeping everyone's DNA and then experimenting on everyone and seeing how they all react differently to different strains. Because, again, what he said with the plant life saying there's seven genomes the plants can turn into. So, I'm wondering if he's basically playing a numbers game trying to get one person out of that seven to go a certain way with this virus or with this fungal virus or whatever it is. So if he gets that one person to go that way, that's what he'll then like, it's a numbers game. Yeah. Cause he, he's basically trying to evolve a human plant hybrid through hitting that one out of seven and hitting that one out of seven several times until he gets what he wants. And that's why these are histories and ages of, experimentation on the colony since the beginning that that woman's great great grandmother had started on so i'm wondering how he's related he he has to be either a relative or he has to be a silver eyes yeah that's why i i think he like as much as i know you think it might be a red herring it just fits so well for him to be a silver. Like he, he's very controlling. He has, seems to have some bigger goal, not just for these people and not just for this generation, but for all of like, he, he seems like he has bigger goals in mind, worldwide goals. And that, and the way that they like praise him is godlike. Like they talk about how he, how much he like can guide them. And like, that's what you do for someone who has simply been running this island for eight generations if it's really the same person see that's the thing you know what guys tweet at us Uh, yeah i'm curious what you guys think because like we're sort of at a i mean this is the thing it's helix like we still have 11 episodes to go it's early days here there's a lot more that we have to go so we don't it's hard to make really informed guesses on these so it's 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 really just tweeted us let us know if you think that he is a silver or if he's not if he 
if he's not a silver, somebody else is running the, running the scheme who's been around since the beginning of the start of this island. And if he is a silver, then he's the one, and he's just been mentor to that woman's family since the beginning. Yeah, that's what I think, is either he's a silver defector or... Uh, maybe or, or or there's some different factions of silvers or something. That's that's my, where my head is at. Because this 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 whole island thing and the fact that there's been a community on this island for so long, what it screams is it screams a long history of human experimentation. It scream it 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 makes me think that this entire place for the past 200 years has been a place to build a community and experiment on them over time. Yeah, and. It's still, I don't know why, it's just that seven, that seven, when he talks about the plants going into seven different areas, just, it stuck with me, and I really think it's it's taking that, taking the seven, taking the one out of seven and moving forward, taking the one out of seven, moving forward, and we're at an end term level of where that has led us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I like it. Um, you know, know where else this has led us, Zach? Where's that? It's led us directly to iTunes. <laughs> Where you guys can go on iTunes and download this as a podcast, listen to us on your drive to work or from work or just at home if you don't have a job, and uh, be sure to go to iTunes downloads, give us five stars and a comment. If you leave a comment, you know what we'll do, Zach? What's that? We'll what give we you do? a shout out. <gasps> That's so on awesome. On the air. Do we have any shout outs today? We have a shout out from someone who commented last week, and you know what? Eric464... Everyone knows your name now because you went on iTunes, you left us a comment, and five stars. So, Eric464, that's Eric, E-R-I-C-K, you know, you gotta have, you gotta have the K at the end. Helix is another show where I'm not, where I'm the only one I know who watches it. It is such a good show and I'm glad AfterBuzz is doing a podcast for it. The hosts do an excellent job discussing the show, just as they have done with the previous season. I'm looking forward to the show every week and I hope there are more guests. On a side note, I've been a longtime fan of AfterBuzz and I'm so impressed with how much it has grown and I hope it continues to go above and beyond. Huzzah! That's a good comment. Thank you, Eric. If more Thank people you. left comments like that, we'd be happy campers. <laughs> Make us happy campers. Go to iTunes. Um, so can we, can we talk a little bit about like the rest of the CDC team? Like, uh, like Pete, Big Tex, all this, these, well, but, well, while we're still coming, like coming off of the whole sisters and all that, WTF with the seduction of Big Tex, what happened there? That felt so much like Species. Like, that literally was, like, a scene out of Species where she's, like, <laughs> talking to him one second, and then, like, when she's just like, be my path! Be my path. Yeah, that was... For the record, be my path is not a sexy thing to say to just somebody. Just to keep with the Lord of the Rings references, it was literally Bilbo when he sees the ring, be my path! Like, if She went demon mode for a second, and... She was thirsty. Well, I mean, I guess be my path. Um, they must have been raised on this idea of like finding your path, uh, and, and like, like that being the like maybe it's that they they can't find what like their life. They can't be like a real person until they find their path in life. That's sort of where I feel like it must the place it must come from so she, her path is like hooking up with this dude like she just wants to get laid like 
I guess choices are limited on the island. Uh, like St. Germain's only 400 square mile, or no, they're 400 miles. Oh, he did say they're 400 miles away from shore. Did he? Yeah, in this episode, he says we're 400 miles from the closest fast food restaurant. Then why would they say they're 20 miles away from Seattle? I don't know. I, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, he says they're 400 miles away. So that would put them out of helicopter range. Maybe what he was meaning was the boat that they were investigating was 20 miles out of that Seattle. That must have been Maybe it. that's what they that's, were talking about. I think that's what it was. Okay. Um, cleaned up. Zach, I have a side note right here. And What's that? I, I just am really kind of taken aback. If you guys watch our after show for Sleepy Hollow, me and Zach are hosts on this, and... I, it's probably going to be deleted soon, but Katia Winters, who plays Katrina, just tweeted out, "All I can do is my very best with what I'm all right. given." All oh. right, all right, no, 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 I'm no. Sorry. this is not this is not a topic. I'm sorry, we I'm will talk about this crazy. tomorrow on the Sleepy Hollow podcast. What time is that at, Zach? That is going to be at actually at 7:30 p.m. I believe tomorrow evening. Anyway, check, check us out on AfterBuzz TV. TV talking about Sleepy yeah. Hollow. Cross Try promotion. to stay on I'm, topic, okay. Stephen. God, <laughs> I, I'm terrible. Okay, um. But yeah, she's crazy. That really felt like when I saw that scene with with her coming on to um, second Sergio pretty hard. I literally thought that I that made me think she was the one from the end of the first episode that they were dumping stuff into, and she was trying to get him to totally like put a seed in her. Oh, well, like she, well, she grew up. They just it. If, if it's all the vegetation stuff, she's just like. I need seeds. Like clearly, that's what Michael that's, wants. That's he not likes what seeds. And... <laughs> but <laughs> no, but like they pumped her full of something that she has to get pregnant now and give oh. birth to the next generation of interesting the the evolved version of human plant life, baby plant. And she needs an outside man. And I guess like if you're worried about the gene pool, if this guy's going to be there and then leave. If she can just get knocked up before it goes, then they don't even have to worry about keeping him around. They've just expanded the gene pool. Yeah, I, I say go for it, second Sergio. Go for it. <laughs> he, he is no Sergio. I'm just going to call him second Sergio. No, he's big Tex. He's big Tex. <laughs> Hashtag second Sergio. Um, so another thing that's going on is uh, Sarah and Alan. So their, their little storyline that's going on. She goes to the Apple. She sees him. Um when he's walking outside and then she sees him in the church when Soren comes in has his freak out acting like a misbehaved child who's covered in plants yeah by the way I have an uncle named Soren that made me smile when I heard the name Soren no one uses that name so um she finally gets a moment to talk to Alan out in the apple field and Alan gives the symbol for run like hell yeah so naturally she goes to Peter and is like hey Peter he said run like hell and he says, don't talk to him, which is interesting because this is the first time I remember, or this is the first time that it came to mind that Peter is a betrayer and has been working closely with Ilaria since the beginning. Yeah. To, so here's what this says to me. It's one of two things. Um, either Peter knows that Alan is here and is like trying but like the, the through all the stuff they like had to come to the island so he can't like pretend he has to pretend not to know about whatever's going on that's sort of my i'm i'm not as sold on that 
other than that, I think it's that he is hunting down Alaria, or hunting down Peter for Alaria. That's like his responsibility. So if he interacts with Alan, he then is going to have to tell Alaria that like he's there or Alaria's going to find him. Um, and he, Peter's just, so he's to, trying to protect Alan. He's trying saying. to protect Alan by just like ignoring him completely. I like that. I also think that at the same time as that, they have different goals. I think Peter is trying to take what they're doing here and find out about it for Ilaria, and I think Alan is trying to destroy everything they're doing there. All right. Because we find out that Alan got the flash drive that had the location of the island from somebody who worked at Ilaria while he was looking for Julia Walker. Yeah, he kills that silver woman. Yeah, who gave him a flash drive, and it's something he's looking for. So this could be the origin. This could be the origin story of the Silvers, perhaps, or something like that. It could be the uh, prequel to The Last of Us. That is something I want by the end of this season. I want at, at least some of... The Silver's origin story told to us. I want to know where they came from. That's okay. my big want for this season. So uh, she goes and then ambushes Alan in his room. I want to sleep with you, Alan. I the line sleep. was, sleep with me again, Alan. Sleep with me again, in a, Alan. In uh, a drug-induced coma, uh, cancer. Scene. Yeah, and then she, uh, she talks to him about, oh my god, the cancer would come back if she gets infected too. Oh, it might. Well, I mean, if cancer is... Well, it was cured when she got... is yeah. cured, then it wouldn't necessarily come back. Yeah, that's true. Um, so Except she goes to his room and he, in her womb. Sorry. That's messed up. <laughs> Calling babies cancer and stuff. <laughs> Just kidding. Anyway, um, so she goes to his room and they talk and he literally will not tell her anything. And she's like, she plays the baby card. She even plays the baby card and he won't even talk to her about anything. He's just like, I can't tell you. It's too dangerous. So, I mean, because he knows if he tells her like what he's actually up to, she's going to stay. And if she stays, his cover is going to get blown. If he's really there to destroy it, which I think it seems like pretty clear that he is. Because he already picked a really good cover calling himself Brother Jerome. <laughs> I mean, I think there's a certain amount of acceptance of, like, you changed your name. We don't care. Yeah. Now you're Jerome. Exactly. You have become Jerome. <laughs> Welcome to the Brotherhood. Um. So that's what's going on there. And we find out Sarah's been pregnant for 15 months. Like, yeah. We've already talked about our predictions yeah. on that. Can, can we talk about that? That crazy moment where they're getting charged by... Um, yeah, that's what we're getting into. Yeah. So they, they want to chase down Isaac after they find this kid. Uh, Soren gets better in the hospital, and they're wondering why, because he's asymptomatic, but he's still infected, because they still think he's really contagious. Um, so they want to chase down Brother Isaac, who they saw running through the church earlier with the same symptoms as Soren, and they go down to these catacombs. People love it when we say catacombs. Um, underground pathways to find him and Peter's down there and he just Isaac's running at him meanwhile they decide to split up second Sergio <laughs> thinks it's a great idea to split up like Scooby and the gang and freaking uh, let just Peter go alone with two non-named cronies who run away as soon as like anything <laughs> happens I mean what I really I mean all that aside like what really stood out to me in that scene first of all Killer performance by Neil Napier. Um, Neil Napier. Napier. I always pronounce it wrong. I apologize, Neil. Um, I, that moment where he froze was was great to me because I'm calling it PTZD, post traumatic ziz disorder. disorder. 
because <laughs> um, he's having flashbacks. He dealt with exactly this thing, and it's like why I sort of see there's it's a huge parallel between last season and this season, like the virus that is instantly triggers violent rage, but there's still some cognitive thinking abilities in there. Mm-hmm. Um, like this, this is a next evolution because this guy can talk. Like there's, they can communicate more. And did you listen to what he said? He said, you shouldn't be down here. Leave or I'll kill you. Yeah. So that makes me think there's something down there that they don't want him to find yet. Do you think it's something that Michael is hiding down there? Or that the uh, I think it's that the com- whole community is hiding down there, but only the well, that's what I mean. Like the, yeah. the the cult is hiding versus like if the infected are a whole other subsection. Much like last season, we had the vectors as like this community that was growing and like anointed like their vector king and all that stuff. I feel like it's similar to Hataki's work in that. It's like the legacy. Like he was trying to do something different than what they wanted him to do. That was his mm-hmm. legacy. So when she says that my family's legacy is here, I feel like it's <coughs> everything down there is everything they've been building towards for the greater good. But in their case, because this this show's very good about showing which is good and which is evil, even though there's and saying that there's no real line. It's like everyone thinks they're doing the good thing in their own Oh, mind. yeah. Well, the best villains think they're the hero. Yeah, exactly. So these people are doing it for their own greater good, and I feel like their whole years and years of legacy are down there. And this whole island is covered in bones. Let's not forget that. Like, there's thousands <laughs> of people who were on this island before even this community. So in that, I see, like, a Full Metal Alchemist kind of thing where... Have you ever watched that show? I haven't. If you've ever watched Full Metal Alchemist, you'll probably get the reference. I don't want to give any spoiler or anything. But yeah, a, a previous community that is sacrificed for the next community is kind of interesting. Because if you do get this one out of seven, per se, then you're going to want more of that one out of seven in his type. But you don't want anyone to contaminate that, so you got to get rid of everyone else. So you get maybe... You, you lost me a little bit. Before, before we run out of time, can we jump... 30 years into the future <laughs> and talk about day 10,952. Okay. Um, because they found, like, uh, they found the, the bones at, at Alan Farragut's grave, and Julia picks up the skull and is like, This isn't Alan Farragut. Yeah, it's a female skull. Um, and and then they find the map on the. On yeah, the, they find a map on the bones, and the kid just, like, it's like, I gotta go. This isn't suspicious at all. Run! <laughs> yeah, you don't, I don't wanna be here. And then he takes her to the place, and he's only going to take her as far as the river, but I have a feeling he's going to take her further than that. Um, and it's a place on the island they're not supposed to go. I'm imagining the place on the island they're supposed to go is... Um, Do you think it's like this little skull island, little like skull patch? Well, I think it's the 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 place that the president is set in, isn't it? No, because they're, they're around there. They're around there. Okay, well, I'm not sure then. I don't think we've seen it yet then. Possibly. I mean, maybe it's wherever the... It might the, be the original labs. The other... Maybe. It could be wherever these other people are. Because, like, the guy who, like, showed up and grabbed the kid, like, wherever he's living, if he has, like, a whole group with him, maybe it's there. Well, they kept one guy, and then... Well, talking about the kid really quick, because we only have a minute or two left. Um, They have the one guy, Isaac... Who takes Soren? Was that Isaac? That was Isaac. Oh, I thought it was just like because he had so many more boils on his yeah, face. Yeah, that I was assumed Isaac. It was 
Oh, I just assumed it was somebody else because of how progressed the virus was. Yeah, so that that was Isaac, and Isaac took Soren, who was another infected. So, I mean, we could theorize about this for forever, hours. Forever. Should we? Should we go to predictions? Yeah, go to predictions. Um. And now you're after Buzz TV. Really, what I'm thinking at this point is that. It's been a history of starting communities, getting the control samples, and then killing everyone else in the community, and starting a community with the control samples, and then getting new ones, and then killing everyone else in the community, and just starting that over and over and over again to that, keep building the the. I like that because that's that's how you manipulate plants. That's how you you find the one that has the right gene and get burned the rest of the crop and just keep reproducing that one over and over and over again until you have exactly the type of strain that you want. Exactly. So I figure, I think that they're, we're on the verge of a purge. Yeah. They did mention in the, in the next on. Did you like that rhyme? I I heard it. I'm ignoring it. Uh, They did mention uh, seed manipulation. Mm -hmm. Um, We saw Sarah get stabbed in the stomach. Yeah. So like that, that'll clean up your baby problem. Quick, I guess. Clean up was the wrong word. Oh my god, Zach! If I mean, it would cause. I mean, if getting stabbed in the stomach, regardless of what stage you're at in a pregnancy, it could cause a miscarriage at very minimum. What? (laughs) Anyway, um, Uh, (laughs) and there's people in the woods. There's other people in the woods, and at this point, I hear. Other people in the woods on an island lost. It's lost. All right. Let's not say that, though, because Javier Griot-Marjoix is a inno- associate executive producer. I'm just saying, like... Lost, the writer for Lost. I, I've watched that series through, like, three to f- three times. I'm a huge fan of that show. I love that show, and I love Javi's work on it. I, I hope that we can steer clear of it. So I'm thinking... Yeah, I'm thinking that... In the next few episodes, we're going to find out that the other people on the island are the survivors from the previous colonizations. Oh, okay. So they're going to be the ones that survived the purge. So then what would be the purpose of giving Soren over to them? I think Soren might be one of the new controls. Oh, interesting. Because if Isaac and Soren... Because he survived. Exactly. So oh. if, if, if they're giving Soren to Isaac, or if the bald guy knows about the purge and Soren is one of the controls, he's trying to delay the purge... By giving Soren away, so they have to wait longer before they can, they need, so they can have have to wait to get more control. Interesting. I don't know. Right. Everything is so Tons conjecture at this point. Let us know on YouTube and Twitter and all that stuff what you guys are thinking. Where can they find you, Zach? Uh, you guys can find me on Twitter at that Zach Wilson, T H A T Z A C H W I L S O N, and a whole bunch of shows here at Afterbudge. Agent Carter comes back this week, as well as Sleepy Hollow tomorrow night. Thank you guys for tuning in. And you can find me on Twitter at Stephen Lemieux, S-T-P-H-E-N-L-E-M-I-E-U-X. Check me out on the Helix and Sleepy Hollow After Shows. And coming up in February, Better Call Saul. We will see you guys next week. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. Brown people edition. Only do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.